1: Absolute sports betting degeneracy.
2: Hey gang, welcome back to round two of Out of Bounds. I'm your host Phil, and I got my man with me.
3: Hello, everybody. There he is. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whatever time you're listening to the show, welcome, 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 welcome. We're going to have you back.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, First of all, I just want to thank everybody for the the overwhelming positive response we had to the nfc preview show fantastic i mean i'm, I'm just it, i'm thrilled that we're putting something out there that you guys like to listen to so um just want to thank everybody for for all the feedback we've gotten and uh and man we we got some mailbag questions that that maybe we want to answer a little bit later on it's pretty cool
3: Absolutely, yes. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I know Phil just said it, but I gotta come out there and say it as well. Thank you, everybody, for the positive feedback. Um, negative feedback, go fuck yourself. Uh, but everybody who gave the positive stuff, thank you. It was it was helpful.
2: Um, yeah, we you know, have already <laughs> we have already forgotten about the negative stuff. I mean, it's yeah. It's like it didn't you're even dead happen. to me. You're yep. dead to me. So listen, this is what we do, man. We start the show off with Kevin Durant what's going on Kyle i know i know you got something to say
3: oh man so the the further we get into this deal the further my prediction is is coming along every single day one of these teams that are ranked higher than my philadelphia 76ers seems to fall out of contention uh, today we had the phoenix suns match the indiana pacers uh you know, offer, con, you know, conditional offer, whatever it was, their offer sheet. And during that time, they basically decided we are not trading for Kevin Durant. Um, so with that, another little tidbit of information today, it looks like the Knicks are closing in on a trade, nothing official yet, but it looks like they're closing in on trade on another Sixers possible trade target, which was Donovan Mitchell. And if that happens, I don't believe that the Sixers are going to stay pat with the team that they have now. I don't think that, you know, Melton House, a couple of the guys that that came in and even P.J. Tucker is enough for Daryl Morey or this team to feel like they can really, really make the run and, and come in knowing that they they can beat anybody. I think that if uh, you know they have a chance at Kevin Durant, which it seems more and more likely, they're still going to make this move. And with DeAndre Ayton out of the picture now and the Suns out of the picture, we go to some of these other teams. And I know I spoke with some of you guys today. I argued my point a little bit in the book club. Uh, for everybody who's a book club member, if you're not, get in there because this is the stuff we talk about. It's very important. But for those guys who, who, who weren't there, um, I argued each team that was ahead of them and why exactly it's not going to happen. The one thing I didn't argue is why it makes sense for the 76ers to make this move. Number one, Durant and Harden get to push all of the blame, all of this negative thing that has happened in Brooklyn on Kyrie Irving, who has been known to be a, a an absolute, you know, poison to every team that he's walked through. He's left a wake of destruction more more so than LeBron James. Yeah, just call it what it is. He's a fucking nightmare. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he plays like a nightmare. I mean, if the guy's on the court, there isn't very many people in the league that can guard him. The issue is is that he's a tough guy to play with. And if Durant comes to Philly with Harden, and he has that big three with Harden, Durant, and Embiid, they can push all of that blame all on Kyrie. And then it does not affect his legacy anymore. Durant is a very big legacy person, which brings me to the point of the Golden State Warriors. He will not go back there by choice. I understand that it's not all his choice, but there's zero chance that he goes back to that team because it is going to completely call him out as being a pussy. A hundred percent. It's going, it's all it says is, I can't win without Steph Curry. And Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. So I'm going to swallow my pride and go back there and try and win a championship. I don't think he wants that. Miami can't make a deal. Boston's way too smart to give up a guy like Jalen Brown in this deal. They're too smart. They draft too well. They're way too past that. Which brings you to either some shit-ass team like the New Orleans Pelicans or or the Trailblazers, which a team that you know is going to do that. The only other wild card is Toronto. I don't see Toronto giving up their young pieces in this and and Scotty Barnes. It's not going to happen because Durant's going to be, I get it for four years, but the rest of your team's gone. You're going to have just Durant and just Siakam. It makes no sense to make that deal unless you can keep Barnes and pair him. So that in my mind is out, which leaves one, you know, two teams left one. He could stay in Brooklyn, but two, you're, 10-9-8-76ers This should be The number one team in the odds Because it is the only team that makes sense Left for him to go to It The, the pick swaps Is going to be enough for Brooklyn Plus Tyrese Maxey who's Probably Other than Scotty Barnes is probably the best Young trade piece available Because of the steps he's taken As well as being on that rookie contract So I don't see a better spot there. Plus you get Tobias Harris, which means that you're going to put a, a, a decent little product still out there on the court, as well as you're going to have pick swaps, as well as you're going to have picks and you already have the picks from the Harden deal. So you're going to be able to build around Tyrese Maxey for the future. So if anybody followed me on that 60 to one bet today was a good day for us.
2: Yeah. It's uh. It's 30 to 1 in some places and I'm seeing as low as 12 to 1. 12 to 1. This, this we may be manifesting this thing just, just by talking just about listen. It. Just everybody should just listen to me.
3: All right, I know what the fuck I'm doing.
2: Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm glad I did on this one. We'll, we'll see how that. it turns out. Yes. Um all right, let's let's talk about the mailbag stuff. I'm ready. The first the first request we had was to talk about Carson Strong. Um He's in Philly now, so we're 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 getting off off topic a little bit going to an NFC team here, but uh, I know Kyle feels strongly about this guy. I feel strongly about this guy. Uh, we both think he's probably the most talented quarterback in that Philadelphia quarterback room. Um, he has a special place in my heart, Kyle anybody that knows me knows that I'm a degenerate college football gambler from when Absolutely. I wake up to when I pass out uh, all day long college football. and I think it is of the utmost importance to have a slew of stud quarterbacks in the Western time zone that you can count on to cover a spread. Carson Strong was that guy for me. I mean, he fucking throws piss missiles all over. He's constantly the best the best player on the field. Um, he's a warrior, and, I mean, he just made that offense tick. So how do you feel that he's with your Homer birds?
3: Well, I mean, I love it. How could you not love it? Um, if you actually watch college football and you watch him play, you see the skill, you see the ability on on the field all over the place. He can read defenses. He can make every single throw. I mean, this guy's arm talent. I mean, if if you had to, uh, you know, compare it to an NFL arm right now, who would you who would you compare it to? Uh,
2: it's not quite Josh Allen, but it's I mean, um, but who is, you know, um, I, mean, I mean, he can. Yeah, right, probably right behind it. Yeah. Right I mean, behind he can, Josh Allen? even with the flick, I mean, he can he could force the ball downfield and like and old school like Vic flick of the wrist flick of the wrist. I mean, who knows how hard he's actually throwing it because he makes it look so effortless. Yes. Very
3: effortless thrower of the football. Now, the reason why and, and for some of the people who might not know, I, I, I want you being the, the college football stud that you are. I want you to tell the issue with Carson Strong. I wanted I want you to explain why he fell as deep as he is because this guy was a guy who was looked at as a as a top 5 maybe you know top 10, you know, certainly uh, the number 1 quarterback coming out this year. He would have 100% been if it weren't for his some his injury knees. concerns.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's, he's had multiple surgeries on his knees, um but he like like you said, he was in line to be one of those top quarterbacks drafted, um, he even opted out of the bowl game. Um, you know, and a lot of a lot of top prospects do, and it's very rare to see those guys go undrafted. Um, so he's got knee concerns, but yep. you know, who knows? Maybe they can patch him up. You know, with with the NFL doctors, I don't know. Um, but if if we're just talking talent alone, uh, this kid is a, he's a game changer.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, skill wise, he's a hundred percent the best quarterback on their roster. If it was seven on seven touch football and you'd have to worry about his knees getting taken out, he comes in and he starts for this team immediately. He's a he's a better quarterback than anyone they have on their on their entire roster. So that's that's our little rundown of, of Carson Strong. Anybody who's an Eagles fan, anybody who is a fan of football, should be excited for this kid. Um, and and personally. He's not going to start because they have this love affair with Jalen Hurts, but I think that he's going to push. I think he moves past Gardner Minshew as the backup, and I, I think that he, by game seven, which is, I, I believe is my my official um, prediction of when Jalen Hurts gets pulled, um, I, I, I think by game seven, they're toting this kid out there and, and seeing what he's got.
2: Well, I, I, I can't wait to see it, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in on that. All right. Uh, here's something that that is relevant to today's show, Marky Mark, our guy in the book club, wanted us to break down the Chargers a little bit. Yes. And listen, I know, I know you're a Chargers guy. You uh, I love the Chargers. You love the bolts. I do. All right. So let's let's talk about them.
3: Well, I mean, nope. what could you not be excited about in this Chargers team upcoming? I mean, you have one of the best young quarterbacks in the game. You have a very uh, fast, a very fun defense. You know, you got you got Darwin James back there. You've got, you know, good defensive ends. You've got, you know, a lot of people who, on this team, can can make things happen. And you have a good running back crew. I mean, you know, Eckler leading leading the way is is nice. You know what I mean? You you have a decent offensive line. You upgraded a few positions. I, I mean, why would you not be excited about this team?
2: Uh. I'll tell you another guy they have on that defensive side that, uh, is coming back from injury. I know he, he has a special place in your heart. Also drew tranquil, baby linebacker. Love, him. love him. This, Gold this kid, He's an animal, uh, tackle machine, not a lot gets by drew tranquil. So I'm really looking forward to, to, uh, his comeback trail. And, um, I also, I, I know he gets a lot of flack, but San Diego, man, I love their aggression. They, like the, the, the coaching practices, they, they go for it. I mean, um, and you know, they catch a lot of flack because sometimes it doesn't go right. Sometimes they don't execute, but I think sometimes they'll work out some of those kinks uh, this year and it'll start to pay off. So I think maybe you see some uh, regression towards the mean, like some of those close, close losses becoming close wins. Um, So I, they're a play on candidate. For me, this year,
3: yeah, I agree, and and I think uh, last year they were the the team that lost the most games by one possession. Um, this was the team that was close all year. You know what I mean? And you get another year of maturity out of Herbert. Um, I don't know how you can't be excited about what this kid brings. Uh, he's 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 everything that you could want out of a quarterback. He. It's, he's a bit of a hermit when it comes to cameras and things like that. He likes to stay away from them. Uh, he actually goes as far as to one time he switched his pads and jersey with another player on the team so that he could avoid the cameras coming out for the practice field. And that's I, a I very funny story. That that's I, that that's I pretty out. cool. Yes. But so he, he, he really moved, he moved away from it, but he's a, he, when the camera actually found him, he was smiling and laughing. I mean, the guy's, the guy's a good personality and he just wants to win. So, yeah.
2: And, and I, I think Brandon Staley, like I said, I, I think in year two, we'll, we'll start to see, um, you know, that, that they'll start to execute a little bit. I mean, it was, it was a new offense, That was very aggressive. I think that takes a little time to implement. So absolutely, um, we'll we'll get into the Chargers, um, like win totals and stuff like that, a little bit later on. But we are both high on the Chargers. Yes, yes, awesome. So let's get into that AFC breakdown. Let's let's uh, let's go through this conference a little bit. Uh, Again, I'm looking at DraftKings here, just for sake of ease, because it's always open on my computer. Uh, Yeah. So we'll we'll start at the top here. The top top five. The Buffalo Bills are 3 to 1 favorites to win the conference. The Chiefs are second at 6 to 1. Then you've got Marky Mark's Chargers plus 750, the the Broncos plus 850, and the Ravens at 10 to 1. Does anything stick out there as as just screaming value?
3: Um not not really. I th- I think they're all pretty well placed to be honest. Um you know, o- other than you know, Mad Max having absolutely no idea what he's talking about when it comes to Russell Wilson. I I think the Broncos are in a pretty good spot there. Um, if there was any team that I would move up, probably um, just out of these out of these few, I think it would probably be the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect a pretty decent year out of Lamar Jackson. I'm not a Lamar Jackson fan. Um, I I understand. What he brings to the to the offense, I understand some of the mismatches that you can get when you have him. But I personally, same thing with Jalen Hurts, a run first quarterback, I just is not for me. Um, I, I don't like people who can't read defenses. He has issues reading defenses. He he immediately is ready to run if he doesn't have his first read available. So if he works on that, which I mean, listen, Harbaugh is one of the best coaches of our generation. It's it's just that simple. The, the guy's amazing. He's always has been since he he's been in, and what he's done with this Ravens team is is nothing short of amazing. Now on top of that, they had an amazing draft. To me, I thought they had the best draft out of any team in this entire in this entire league. I know the Eagles had a very good draft. They they got some value later on, um, but but what the, what the the Ravens took every single player I wanted for the Eagles right before the Eagles took them. So I, I I mean you get snagging Kyle Hamilton that early is Ugh. huge for the back end. I mean that that's that guy's gonna come in and and, and be a, a top five safety in the league immediately. Right now. So yes, right now. And I mean he he was he was starting as a as a freshman. He was behind two seniors. He he got some spot starts at Notre Dame. And I it's a bit of a homer pick, but the guy was everywhere. And he's going to come in. He's gonna be a top five safety in the league immediately. And That's going to help a lot on that back end. Uh, You know, Mark Andrews is a stud. Their offensive line got a little bit better. I mean, Lamar Jackson does create issues. Uh, It's a little bit more difficult later on in the playoffs when the defenses are all good and they can kind of go around that. They can put a little bit of a spy on him and and move a little bit differently. But throughout the season, I mean, the guy's going to be lights out. So... I think if he can get over that hump of the playoffs, that first second game and, and get to that championship, I think they could be very dangerous. And and the pieces that they added through the draft, I I think were just incredible.
2: Yeah, I, I agree that that Kyle Hamilton pick, man, that really burned me up because I'm not a birds fan, but um, if he was in Philly, I was buying a Hamilton jersey. It's, it's that simple. That kid, I mean, we used to just text back and forth about him when he was a freshman, like, yeah. Could not believe a a, a player of that caliber was in South Bend. It was yeah. it, it was awesome. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad sure. we, we got to enjoy him for a little while.
3: Yeah, um, and I had to watch Big Dummy Jordan Davis, who's going to be a bust, come out by by the Eagles before Hamilton. It's it's sickening. It's not sickening. not great. Not great. Sickening
2: to me. All right, let's uh, let's move down the list a little bit here. So the the next five, we've got the Bengals also at ten to one uh, with the Ravens. We've got the Colts at twelve to one the Browns at 14 to one and the Titans at 18 to one. And then the dolphins checking in at 20 to one. Does anything stick out there?
3: Um, One team in particular, but there's another kind of honorable mention here. Uh, okay. I think, I think the Titans are too low. Oh, that's a team that was the one seed last year. Uh, I don't, I'm not betting them. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's a bit of a smack in the face. King Henry's back. I know he's had an injury concern, and that's that's frightening to the point where I'm not taking him in fantasy. But I I think it's a bit of a smack in the face for the Titans uh, to to go down there that that route. They did lose AJ Brown, but they used that pick right to take another receiver who's very very good. That rookie that they got is is going to be a stud. So I I think that they're too low, but I'm still not taking them. I just, I I felt like that was a little bit of a smacking. The, the number one seed is all the way down. You know what? Eighth on the list or something like that. I mean, yeah. teams don't take meteoric drops like that unless a quarterback leaves, which Tannehill didn't. And they still, their entire offense runs around King Henry. So he's still there. As long as he's there, that team's viable.
2: Yeah, I think you're talking about Traylon Burks, right, from yes, Arkansas. Yeah. yeah, the first yep. router kid's a stud. Yeah, so kids. He, stud. He, yep, yep. He's a he's a game changer as well. Yeah. Um, the, the I, team though that that I'm so, I'm sorry to cut
3: you off ahead. there, but the team though that I actually am betting on that I think is way too low is the Bengals. Ten to one. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I think that's ridiculous. They sh- have the most explosive offense in the league, in my opinion, and they just their biggest issue. For the last year, and it really hurt them in the in the uh, in the in the Super Bowl, was the offensive line, mm-hmm. and they completely revamped it. Now you might see for the first couple games them trugging behind a little bit, trying to you know meld together a little bit better, but they've you know Zach Taylor's a very good coach, Burrow's an absolute stud, and I mean, how many more weapons can you have if you're Joe Burrow? I mean this this looks like. Uh, you know, an LSU team uh, that's that's just stacked to the nines. Their defense played well last year and got better. Mm-hmm. So I mean this team, in my opinion, should have been you know second, third on the list, maybe behind Kansas City, but i I could see them putting ahead of Kansas City. I think it should have been Buffalo, Kansas City, and the Bengals. um so I am gonna sprinkle a little bit on ten to one for the Bengals.
2: yeah, I mean, me personally, i'm a I'm a Colts fan. I was hoping to catch a little a little longer number, but twelve to one seems a little short. So they are they are taking me out of play I know. On, a, on that one. There um, does seem to be a, a pretty popular pick amongst the pundits, but I I think I need to see Matty Ryan in this offense first, um, and I'm also expecting a little bit of regression with with JT. But um, you know, I will be rooting for the Colts. I just, I just think twelve to one is is a little too short. Yeah, just um, not enough. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I agree with you on the Bengals take. I mean that that definitely needs to be bet. Yeah. All right. So going down the list here, we'll just finish it off. We've got the yeah. Dolphins twenty to one, Raiders twenty to one, Pats twenty five to one. That's you haven't seen that kind of number since since Drew Bledsoe. Uh, got the Steelers nineteen
3: forty six.
2: Yeah. We've got the Steelers at fifty to one, which is incredible. The Jaguars sixty five to one. They're a dumpster fire. You've got uh, Zach. Wilson, seventy-five to one with the Jets, and the Houston Texans, rounding things out, a hundred and thirty million to one. To yeah. one. <laughs> Sharks with yes. freaking laser beams on their heads. <laughs> is there anything um, here that that's worth a bet?
3: You know what? I, this is where I'm finding my value. Same. Uh, there's two teams that I love. Uh, one of them, I I think you actually skipped over, uh, is is the Las Vegas Raiders.
2: Did uh, I, I have I Draft You skipped
3: that one. I don't. Know, maybe, maybe I missed it. Um, but I've got him on DraftKings at, at twenty to one. Um, I fucking love the Raiders this year. Me too. How can you not? Derek Carr's a stud. Their defense was was good last year. The issue is they didn't have a weapon to go to that was lights out. They didn't have a true number one wide receiver. They do now. They've got it. They, they've got it. They've got the best wide receiver in all football. I don't care about Cooper Cup. He's not as good as Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in all football, and they have him. Derek Carr should breeze through this year. They should easily be the one or two seed, and they should be playing a home game in the first round, probably the second round as well of the playoffs. And I think at 20-1, to one, I, I think they're they're gifting money.
2: Yeah, I mean at 20 to 1, it also affords you the opportunity to hedge out later as well. Yes. So yep. I mean, as soon as they're in the playoffs, you can make money off of this bet. So 100%. yeah, I, I am also all in on the Raiders. That number stood out to me like crazy. That was my eyes just went right there when we were yep. when we were prepping for this. So love the Raiders at 20 to 1. Um another one I I I, I kind of like, I can kind of see it, you know, is the Steelers. We were talking it's about exactly where I'm at. Yep. Exactly we were talking about Kenny Pickett in the uh, in the pre-show. I love this kid. He's a hometown kid. He played his his college ball in this stadium. Um, man, t- tell me a little bit more about the Steelers where you're at, but I am with you.
3: Well, I mean, you know, you, you just alluded to it with 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 Pickett. I I think the kid's going to be a stud. There's going to be some growing pains, obviously, uh, but he was certainly the, the 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 number one option coming out of college this year. Certainly. I, I know that some other guys got some, some looks, you know, they talked about the, the, the kid from Liberty uh, and, and, and some of the other stuff, Malik Willis. Um, yeah. Malik Willis from Liberty. They talked about some of these guys. Listen, Pickett was always going to be the first quarterback off the board. The guy was the most pro ready in all of college. He ran a pro style offense. The, the kid can play. He can make every throw. I don't care about his hand size that that was the biggest a lot of coaches How dumb is experts, that shit everybody that matters says that that doesn't matter and that's enough for me so it's not like he has you know friggin midget hands he's walking around he can't even hold the football i think I mean,
2: uh small people if the fcc is listening
3: uh, right 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 mm. sorry um tiny folk um <laughs> i i think <laughs> i think that and 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 I, I read up on some uh some 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 juju about this. And they say that, you know, he wears two gloves, obviously, two glove picket. They say that his gloves, because of the way the gloves are manufactured now and how, you know, well they you know the ball sticks to your hands and things like that. Something like it adds like a, a quarter of an inch or a half an inch or something like that to his hands, basically being able to grip the ball. The issue with small hands that they say is you have fumbling problems. So if he's wearing these gloves to me, it doesn't affect his throwing. They have a a very decent offensive line out in in, in Pittsburgh. They've got a really good running back in Najee Harris. I mean, that guy's a true three down back in this league. He's going to be around for as long as running backs are around and he's got wide receivers out there. He's got a former Domer in, in Claypool. Who's an absolute stud.
2: He's a top three wide receiver in the NFL.
3: Well, you know, I'm gonna back up on his on per, his comments per there. Him. <laughs> per, Yes, that was a breaking news per Chase Claypool. Uh, I'm gonna back up a little bit on that because I wouldn't I wouldn't go that high. Uh, top fifteen I'd give him. I, I think he's right in that fifteen, you know, 14, 15 range. But he's got a guy on the other side who blazes. Deontay Johnson blazes. That kid's a stud when he catches the ball. If he doesn't drop the ball, he's open all the time. Uh, Big Ben had, I mean, he was, I think he was getting,
2: you know, 12 targets a game out there. Yeah, he was it, everywhere. The problem was Roethlisberger didn't have the arm strength to throw it more than eight yards down the field.
3: 100%. Yeah.
2: 100%. And so now it. you got a guy in there
4: yeah. who
3: can. So now that's the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, this team is studly. They've been a stud defensive team for the last 15 years. they, have one of the best defensive coaches, one of the most, you know, longest tenured coaches in the same spot. I mean, Tomlinson, you know, he's, he's not without his, without his miscues, but the guy's a really good coach.
2: Yeah. And he's shown that he's willing to step in on special teams and make a tackle or two.
3: Yeah,
0: absolutely.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. So, you know, I think that them being 50 to one is a hundred percent because they're coming in with a rookie quarterback they're not coming in with you know Mason Rudolph or you know uh, some third rounder or something like that. They're, they're coming in with a first round guy who's a true first round talent.
2: And I I I also believe he's an upgrade from what they had last year. So I agree. Fifty fifty to one is is ridiculous. I think we can buy low right now. This is probably the best we'll see this number. As soon as they kick off week one, we're gonna we're gonna see it. Yeah. I'm not saying that that Pickett's gonna take over the league. But I think you will see enough to know that this could be a playoff team.
3: Yeah. And I, I think the number jumps quickly. But I think by week three, this this may be like a six to one number. Uh once you once you see that defense uh you know flying around the field and stuff like that. And I I think Pickett shows off quickly. I, I six, think the number jumps. Six I think to it one. jumps. Yep. I think they're three and
2: zero after the first three games. Six to one. You heard it here first on that, out of bounds. That's,
3: that's where I'm going.
2: Here it is. I'm good, all the good. fuck in on Kenny.
3: Two glove picket.
2: You, you have to be. Wow. You need to <laughs> you need to remortgage that house of yours and put Listen, it on this. <laughs> I I was
3: I was I was in, in in shambles when the Eagles didn't draft him and they took Jordan Davis. You were visually distraught. I was I was I was I texted you and I was sick to my stomach. I said he was right there for the fucking taking and we let him go. And now he's he's a, a short drive up the freaking PA Turnpike, and and I gotta watch this asshole for the next fifteen years in Pittsburgh. Well, it's like it's like six hours. It's, it's like fucking, six hours. It's a short drive for me to think about Kenny Pickett the whole fucking way up to Heinz or whatever agriculture field or whatever the hell they change it to, which is bullshit, by the way. You don't change a name for a field like that with that much historic shit to it.
2: I, is the the NFL Historical Society going to pay the Steelers to keep it Heinz Field? I I would. Yeah, but they're not. Does well, Heinz
3: not have enough money? I, I don't
2: what know, man. Yeah, it, it's 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 all about the it's all about the dollar bill in the NFL, man. Oh, fuck them. You,
3: you're right. the Pittsburgh Steelers. You make enough money.
2: You Keep your you are. field the same. You are. All
3: it's right. like changing. It's like changing Wrigley or, or, or Lambeau in my mind. You don't you don't make that move. So
2: anyway. I I agree with you. All right, anyway, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, um, was there any any win totals that stuck out to you? Let's let's go there.
3: Um, so win totals, no. Um, I, I didn't really want to mess with too many of them, uh, mostly because when I started getting into some of the player props, I, I didn't want to throw out too much on the futures for win totals. I like more player props and I like win totals, but I, I know you've got some.
2: Uh, I have. I have one and I am, I'm trying to find a better number as we speak. Um, so just give me a minute here. But well, the, if, While
3: you, you look for that, let's go ahead and take a minute, hear a word from our sponsors.
4: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
2: And we're back. I'm telling you, Kyle, it's like time travel. I know, I know. All right, so I'm having I'm having trouble coming up with this uh, this price. So I'm just going to play it at DraftKings after the show. I'm going to shop it, but but I'm going Ravens over nine and a half wins. I'm seeing this thing like juiced. That. Yeah, it's uh, like minus one forty, I believe, which is a little too pricey. I don't like to pay that kind of juice, but I've also learned not to let the market put enough juice on it to talk you out of a winner. I think this one's one's a winner um, because we've got some problems in Cleveland in the division. Is Deshaun going to start? Is Jacoby Brissett going to start? I honestly don't care. I mean, Deshaun's been out of football for a year. I think that really does take a toll on you. And Brissett stinks. I I, I saw him in in Indy. (laughs) hated what I saw. I know some people are like, oh, he's a serviceable backup QB. No, he's not. The guy stinks. Um, Yeah. So we've got problems in Cleveland. Um, if it, it's kind of a hedge on the Steelers, maybe they have some growing pains behind Pickett. Probably not, but maybe it's enough to split, to split that that um, you know those two games. Yeah, um, I think they split. Yeah. So I, I think they've got a strong running back room. We've got J.K. Dobbins coming back off his ACL surgery. Uh, we're going to see Lamar Jackson. The guy's electric, and um, yes. like you said, uh, he's a dual threat. I mean, he is the the definition of a dual threat and defenses are, are off guard on their back foot the entire game. So I, I think the offense is good enough. I like Harbaugh as a coach. I think 10 wins chalk it up. I think that's a guarantee.
3: Yeah, I, I, I love it. Um, Lamar Jackson is a dual threat. He's got an absolute cannon for an arm. His biggest issue is reading the defense. And if he can do that at all better this year, even even over the last few years, he's been really good in the in the regular season. Mm-hmm. That's that's not his issue. His issue is when he gets to the playoffs. So if, if we're going win totals, I, I think 10 wins is is nowhere nowhere even close to out of out of you know contention here. I, I think they absolutely can get to 10 wins. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, and it's looking like that DraftKings price is the best one. So we're we're gonna be forced to drink the juice there. But I'm I'm with it. I'm I think drinking. it's a winner. Yeah, I, I think it's a winner. I don't think the juice matters on this one. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm, I'm. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about in win totals?
3: No win totals. I'm good. I, 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 yeah, I like yours, good. but I'm. Uh, I
2: got, I got maybe, I got a lean. Maybe you can talk okay. me into it. Maybe you can talk me out of it.
3: All right, and Arch. On me.
2: Yeah, Arch. I'm so sorry, but Uh-oh. I, uh, yeah, I, I went Kansas City under ten and a half. Oh Yeah, this one's a Ooh. spicy little, spicy little nugget. I was just looking. They have the hardest strength of schedule by far this year. You're also replacing Tyreek Hill. I mean, the guy is dynamite.
3: Irreplaceable.
2: Irreplaceable. There, there is, there is no way to 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 plug somebody in there and have them be as effective as Tyreek Hill. Um, Is is Patty Mahomes? Is he going to stay healthy? Is the defense going to play defense? Um, I I don't know, man. I just, I think ten and a half. It, it, I I wish it was eleven and a half. I'd feel a lot more confident. What do you think?
3: I think ten and a half is is a good number. Um, I think you're right about a lot of these a lot of these uh, you know predictions here. Let's not forget that they lost the honey badger.
2: Oh yeah, Tyron. Yeah, Tyron Matthew.
3: I mean that that was the quarterback of their entire defense. He's a staple. So so they lost him. They lost the most electric wide receiver. I mean, arguably the most electric non quarterback in the league. Right? Other than maybe McCaffrey. Um, but the most electric wide receiver by far. I mean, the amount of times they got the ball to this guy that he just outran people mm-hmm. was crazy to me. The fact that you don't always shade a safety to his side blows my mind. He's not replaceable. Even, listen, they have a, another world-class sprinter on that team and me, Hardman. He's not, he doesn't run nearly the the precise routes that, that you know, he that, that, that Tyreek can go through. And that's what made Tyreek Hill so dangerous is that he wasn't just a speed guy. He's not John Ross where it's like, hey, man, just fucking run and let me see if I can throw it past you.
2: Yeah, fuck it. He's down there somewhere.
3: Yeah, it, he's, he's not that. He's a, a real wide receiver with unbelievable speed. And you can't replace that because nobody else in the league can do what he does. And that's going to free up an extra defender to cover Travis Kelsey. In my mind, I think Travis Kelsey is still the best tight end in football skill-wise. I think he has a down year as well. I don't like their offensive line. I think without Tyreek Hill, a little bit of this Mahomes magic goes away too. So I'm actually really, really feeling you're under there.
2: Okay. I'm in. I'm pressing submit. I, I feel confident enough to do that. I wanted to talk to you first. Yeah. Obviously. It's it's yes. it's, it's how we roll. It's a big decision. It is. It is. We're yeah. locking this money in for six months. I want to feel good Love about it. it. Absolutely. Right. Player props. Take it away.
3: Okay. So this is this is where this is where I found my value going through all the AFC bets. Um, so I'm gonna start uh, passing touchdowns. Oh, this is this is where I want to start um the first the first guy that i have here is uh none other than the Houston Texans quarterback mr davis mills who i'm going to fade like like i'm in a fucking barber shop here okay this guy i'm taking the under on absolutely everything because i believe that by week 7 week 8 he's pulled I think they're looking at what else they have on their roster. I think that this is a, a a absolutely down year. This might be a team that doesn't win at all. I don't care how much they're down by. And Davis Mills has shown that he can be a competent quarterback, but they don't have Dick out on that team. They are they have a terrible offensive line. They don't have a, a bunch of, you know, a good running back stable. They don't have a ton of good receivers. There isn't a, a, a great tight end that he can use as a security blanket. I mean, this guy's going to be out there, uh, you know, trying to protect his fucking neck every single play. So I'm going, uh, they have it at 21 and a half, mm. which I think is is just entirely too high. Um,
2: it feels I, like I, a lot.
3: Yeah, I I think this guy's around, you know, 17 touchdowns here. I think it's it's entirely too much, um, so I'm going to go Davis Mills touchdowns uh, under 21 and a half, and I got that minus 110 at DraftKings.
2: Yeah, I mean this guy he threw 18 touchdowns total at Stanford against yeah. a Pac-12 competition. I, I like yeah. it.
3: Yeah, yeah, and and listen, the AFC has a lot of good defenses, so I mean it's not like he's you know he's playing in you know he's playing Oklahoma defense, and it's you know. Just throw it as much as you can and see if you can outscore the next guy. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be playing some pretty decent defenses out in the AFC and uh, some pretty decent defenses in his own division. So, I mean, uh, personally, I'm, I'm fading him uh, for the passing touchdowns as well as yardage. Uh, his yardage is 3,700 and a half.
2: Wow. Uh, I, I don't see how he re- gets close to that. Yeah. I mean, if you think he's going to lose his job, then that is a piece of cake. Yeah, that's absolutely. Piece
3: of cake. Cool. So I'm, I'm fading him both there. Um, I have a couple other ones, but do you have any, any other input or anybody
2: you want to no, jump I'm, in with? I'm with you on, on Davis mills. I, okay. I, I, I wouldn't fight you on that guy. That's, that's Good. not a battle. I'm going to choose.
3: Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't step on the, uh, on the side of the redcoats
2: there. Yeah. Not, not a hill. I'm going to die on. I'll tell no, you that. No, absolutely. All right. Go not ahead.
3: a, uh, not a mill. <laughs>
2: We're gonna dial. All
3: right. Just we'll edit that <laughs> out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh the next one is uh Mr. Derek Carr touchdown passes. They have him at twenty-nine and a half. I'm going over okay. on that. Uh, I think with Devontae Adams out there, I think that's going to completely change the landscape of this entire offense. I think not only do you have the best wide receiver in football, but let's not forget that you have arguably a top two tight end in football in Darren Waller. I think that that's going to really open up things for him down the middle. I think you're going to see a, a big uptick in his uh, in his usage percentage, in 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 his uh, targets, everything. Let's not forget that you have Josh Jacobs, who can also catch the football. Mm-hmm. He's more of a bull, but he can certainly catch the football. That guy, I think, is another three down back in this in in this league this year. I think Derek Carr's this offense is gonna fly. I mean, we we love them at at what was it 20 to 1? I think we got them at in the futures. I mean, we love Las Vegas this year. Big Raiders fan. They look good even after after Gruden left, which you know whatever happened in that situation, whatever. But they looked pretty good. They still looked like a like a competent team after that. So I'm going uh Derek Carr. Uh, over 29 and a half passing touchdowns.
2: All right. I, I'm going to piggyback you there for, for a little bit. Okay. One one of mine, I've got Hunter Renfro over 800 and a half yards at, at DK. Yeah. So Hunter Renfro, he played in all 17 games last year. He had 128 targets at 7.6 a game. Um, I know Devontae Adams is coming into town. He's going to be the stud. Renfro is a slot guy. I mean, so. Demon. Demon. So he's going to have the underneath stuff. The average is 10 yards a catch. So theoretically we can take a 20% decrease in production. He only needs 80 catches to get there at that average. So sign me up. I think he stays healthy. I think he's a a cog in that Vegas wheel and I think he gets it done. So that that was one of mine.
3: Absolutely. And last year for anybody who, you know, really watched the NFL, but maybe not as many Vegas games, uh, Renfro was was a security blanket for Carr last year, and uh, we talked the other day about Aaron Rodgers is real big on his guys. Well, Derek Carr is really big on his guys too, and I think that this obviously, listen, Devontae comes in. Devonte's every fucking quarterback's guy. Okay, I don't give a fuck who you are. All right, you can see, you know, Joe Hollywood down at the fucking rec field, and Devonte Adams comes out there. That's his best friend. Okay. But Hunter Renfro, when it comes to that team, is 100% Derek Carr's favorite target. He was last year. He won't be this year because, you know, you got Devontae Adams out there. But he's going to get his his shots. He's going to get his opportunities. And watching him play is very uh, Wes Welker-ish. He's very shifty. He's very movement-oriented. Runs very good routes. So these guys should be able to eat up yards down low. So I, I'm I I love that. And he also, um, I saw a prop where he his his touchdown totals was five and a half, which uh, is is scary to me because down in that red zone, I don't know how much he's gonna get. He's early a little on. guy. He is, he's a little guy. And it's it's scary because I I could see him with like three like you know 1100 yards and three touchdowns because once you get down there it's all Waller and Devontae and yep. and Jacobs there's a lot of guys who can steal stuff from him there so um, but I could also see him being the guy that gets the least amount of looks down there so yeah. you know from the defense I mean so I could see him going over but if I'm playing smart money here I'm gonna stay away from that. I know we're really talking them up here, but I would stick with just the yardage thing. I I do
2: like that prop. Awesome. All right. Give me your next one.
3: Um, another quarterback touchdown here. Um, I have Mr. Joe Burrow. His line is set at 34 and a half. I'm going over. Whew, I man, know it's a, a big number. It's a big one. Um, But again, like I said earlier, I think this is the most explosive, explosive offense in the league. And – You have a quarterback here who can make every single throw on the field. He dissects the defenses. He's unbelievably smart on the football field and he's got a better offensive line than he had last year. Uh, When you see guys like this with the type of offense around him, I mean, these are the type of offenses you see where you have Mahomes throwing 50 touchdowns in a season and you have Brady throwing 47 touchdowns in a season. I'm not saying he's quite on their level, But at 34 and a half, I mean, I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't get there unless there's injury. So I'm, I'm going to go. I I don't think mix, I think Mixon has a good year, but I think there's going to be so much going around here. So, so many touchdowns, so much, so much, you know, stuff that they have going on that I'm, I'm absolutely uh, going to, to take him. I, I think he blows 34 and a half out of the water.
2: I love it. I love it. I'm a big Joey B fan. So, um, this is a big number yeah i mean yeah he's a he's awesome uh it's a big number um i i can see getting there so i'll I'll sprinkle it with you i'm 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 a kyle supporter so
3: and it's plus 100
2: hey even money so So it's a it's the guy has to have 16 two touchdown games and and find one with three there it is there it is that's all it is all right uh you got anything else
3: um, yeah, I do. I moved into uh wide receivers after okay. that. Um the first one I have is uh is is wide receiver touchdowns. Okay. Uh, I have two two total wide receivers and and really pretty much two left. Um my last couple props are uh league wide. Okay. Um, but the last two that I have is uh Chase Claypool over four and a half touchdowns. Uh it's minus 120. I th- he's the number one receiver out there. Uh we like their offense. He's an enormous human being.
2: I, I heard he's the main bitch in Pit I
3: Pit- I, Pit- I I did hear he's the main bitch down there. Um and I think four and a half is is a bit of a slap in the face. And I think this kind of goes along with their 50 to 1 thing. I don't think that they believe in Kenny Pickett. And Personally, I mean, we're staking our 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 claims on Kenny Pickett being good coming into the league and and, and kind of lighting it up. But even if he doesn't light it up, four and a half touchdowns is is nothing. I mean, Claypool had multiple games with three last year, mm-hmm. so and, and we think that Pickett's an upgrade from Roethlisberger last year. So it all I don't. Tracks. Yeah, absolutely. So four and a half, I think, is way low. Um, I'm actually I'm actually double uniting this. Um, I, I think it's I think it's way too low for him. I think he's
2: more in that eight nine range this year. Yeah, for you math professors out there, that's that's two units. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. What's your other one?
3: Uh, my other one is this one I'm I'm only going a half unit. That's point five for the math wisses. Um but Keenan Allen, he's sitting at seven and a half touchdowns plus one hundred. Even money for the over. I'm going over for Keenan Allen here. Um, this kind of ties in with, with Marky Mark's mailbag question. I really like the Chargers this year, and I really like Herbert. And if you watch him, he loves Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is his favorite target by far. And he looks for him every single time. He's the first read almost every single play. Um, and I, I'm I'm going to hit him. I'm going to hit him hard. Uh, with this I, I i like it i wouldn't suggest putting a bunch of units on it or even a full unit but i like it enough at seven and a half that i'm gonna take it
2: nice do you have anything else or are, are you are you emptied out is your clip I, done
3: i'm emptied for the afc i have a i have a couple uh bonuses for the full league if you want to get into that all
2: right well let me let me just spew these out there i want to okay. get a read yeah, I want to hear uh, just very quickly. I know we're running a little long here, but I'm taking yeah. J.K. Dobbins over 875 and a half rushing yards for the season. Uh, in his rookie year, he averaged six yards a carry on 134 carries. That that nearly gets you there. Uh, he's coming back from an ACL surgery. I think he is your number two option in Baltimore behind Lamar Jackson. But I think again, having the defense on the back foot, um, having to to honor um, Lamar's dual threat ability i think it opens up some holes for jk that wouldn't necessarily be there on another team so i like jk to to maybe break out this year i think it's a, a thousand yard guy
3: yeah I, I agree and 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 if you're the defense and you're worried about run plays you're your number one your number one guy that you're keen on is lamar right yep so any type of read action any type of uh you know Play action passes or anything like that, or uh, sorry, the the what do, what do they call them now? The RPOs, RPOs, you know, any type of those things. Your spy most of the time is going to be on Lamar. That takes one guy usually, you know, pushed out on on the outside of the of, of the tackles. So I don't think that that's a bad bet. Personally, I'm going to stay off it. Okay. Um, just because the ACL scares me. Um, but you I don't will, think it's a bad
2: bet. You've always been scared of ACLs. He, listen, it's a lot of letters. They're, they're scares the shit out of me
3: after my boy Carson went down.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, last, uh, I got two more. So okay. this one's quick Sky Moore, over 680 and a half yards. Um, this is, he's in Kansas City, rookie. Um, he was literally the best player on the field at all times in college at Western Michigan um he was the number one option there i think uh he's got four four speed he can run every route he's not tyreek hill but that's still a lot of targets that that need to go somewhere so i think some of them can go to sky more 680 it's a low number i'm not drafting him in the third round in fantasy but i i think he i think by the end of the year we can see him um get to 680 yeah, I, mean, I agree, hundred percent.
3: A hundred percent. The, like you said, the target's got to go somewhere, and why not him? I mean, the, he's probably going to come in and be, other than Kelsey, probably the most polished receiver on the team. You know I mean, what I mean? He, he was a professional at Western Michigan. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So I, I, I have zero issues with that. Um, I, I certainly am going to tell you on that
2: last one, and I'm, I'm really hoping, um. I'm not getting a lot of local support here. Uh, I got I got Jonathan Taylor, under 1,450 yards. The guy's my neighbor, you know. So I, I I really hope he can't hear me through the walls or something. Uh, but I think Matt Ryan is an upgraded quarterback. Sorry, Kyle. I, at least at least for this team, uh, we've got a good offensive line, but also we've got a deep running back room this year. So Naheem Hines still there. We brought in Philip Lindsay brought in tyson williams from from baltimore so i i i think jt will still be the bell cow back but he's had three 300 carry seasons at wisconsin he had 330 last year it's a lot of mileage on the little guy um so this is not this is not me saying that you know he's a irrelevant player this year i think he's still one of the best running backs in the in the league 1450 it's a big number um But Matty Ryan is is a more competent QB. I, I, 1450, good grief. I'm taking the under. I'm an under guy.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm going to stay away from it.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, listen, on his good side, huh?
3: Yeah. I'm not getting shot. Um, listen, I, I like him a lot this year. He very well could lose carries out because they want to preserve him a little bit. Um, Kind of kind of like what, what happened in Dallas with Zeke, Tony Pollard coming in. The issue that I have is that nobody else on that roster is nearly as good as what Tony Pollard is. They're going to be losing opportunity when Jonathan Taylor is not on that field. Another thing is that running backs come a dime a dozen. And when you have a guy like that, you can, you know, go, you can you can find another one in the third round the next year. So I don't know if the league as a whole really wants to preserve these guys. Like, like we would think as fans, um, because you can find them. So it worries me a little bit because anytime he's not on the field for this team, they're going to be losing opportunities. So I, I, I think 14 is a good number. Um, I certainly am going to be rooting for your under fourteen hundred um, until fantasy time because he's my number one overall pick.
2: Awesome! All right, man. <laughs> so you, you got some full league. Full I league do. Props. Let's let's I do. them. Um,
3: so MVPs. I have I have two that I thought were pretty good value. Um, the first one's Russell Wilson at plus fourteen hundred. I think he's going out there. He's got the best weapons he's ever had. You know, in Denver, he's never had a receiver other than DK, who's been like Jerry Judy. He doesn't have um, the offensive line. Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton's certainly better than anybody else he's ever had to. DK's a, a bit of a, you know, different Pretty. animal. But, I mean, these, as, as a whole entire offense, he's got a good tight end out there. He's got good wide receivers. He's got good running game. And he's got an offensive line um I I think he and and a good defense so as you know MVP a lot of it relies on your record and I think Denver could be really good so I, I think they're gonna really fight for that uh top spot I mean they're in a very tough division you got the the Chiefs you got the you know the the Chargers who we like a lot this year and you have the Raiders who we love and that's a very tough division but I'm not putting a lot on this but if he can go out there and win that division his first year in there and have a have a good season. I'm, I'm talking, you know, 35 touchdowns. He doesn't throw a lot of picks. I, I don't. I don't think that there's any reason he can't be the MVP. So at 14 to one, I'm sprinkling just a little bit. What awesome. do, you, do you have anything there?
2: I I like Russ. I'm a big Russ guy. Um, my favorite thing about Russ is when he's mic'd up on like Monday Night Football, and he's rallying the troops, but he won't curse. I think that's yeah. incredible. Like, yeah, I want to run through a wall for that dude. I yep. wish he would curse. He won't, you know, no. whatever. Cool. But I'm, I'm still going to. Sierra I'm, won't like it. She no, won't allow it. But I'm strapping my helmet on, my helmet and shoulder pads at 5'6", yeah, yeah. 110 pounds. And I'm ready to Soking go. Wet. Put me in, coach.
3: Yeah, yeah. Let me go. Well, I'll go take I'll go take one for the team.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I think the team gets behind that guy. And when you have a roster that's as as well put together as Denver is, I think that this this is exactly what they needed. So I'm I'm sprinkling a little bit on him. Uh the other one that I have that I thought was pretty good value is uh King Henry. Um I'm gonna go non quarterback here, very, very low amount. Five plus Plus 5,000 here, 50 hmm. to 1. I think if there's a non-quarterback that's going to win the MVP, it's going to be a guy that the entire offense is centered around. And I don't think anybody else in this league has the offense centered around them that's a non-quarterback that's anywhere near Derrick Henry. And the guy, as long as he stays healthy, is a freak. He's, he's, it doesn't matter how many freaking carries you give him. He's going to get his yards. He's going to get his touchdowns. So at, at 50 to one, um, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit
2: on that one. So that's the other one I like. Love it. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm with you. The guy is the guy's a bowling ball. So yeah, I think that's why I relate to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, you can't, you can't argue with that. He's the, he's no. the best running back probably behind JT. In my opinion,
3: yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he's as talented as JT, but
2: his uh, his usage
3: presented his yep. usage percentage is just too high. Yep. Um, and that brings me to my last one. Um, I'm gonna throw a little bit on this Uh regular season highest total touchdowns thrown. Um, nice little prop over 43 and a half plus 100. I'm taking you over. Okay. I, I, I think somebody goes over this year, whether it's Tom Brady, whether it's Rogers, somebody's going over. It could be, could be Joe Burrow. That's, that's who my personal uh, pick is to go over that, but that's who I have. So that, that's my last one. I don't know what you think about that one, but I really I, I
2: like it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I think with, with the longer seasons, um, yep. I mean, 43 and a half, not as an intimidating number as it used to be. So, I'm with you. 43 and a half. Let's let's do it. Let's just yep. let's take that. Take and that it's jump. plus
3: one hundred on DK. So Ooh.
2: yeah. So be, yeah. wonderful. I, I like it. Yeah. And that's cool. all I have. That's all I got. There we go. All right, man. So uh out of bounds. AFC preview, round two
1: information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over three hundred thousand travel experiences to choose from.